Welcome to the 4th Down Experience, the podcast devoted to special teams. Your host of the 4th Down Experience, former pro free agent, nine-year professional kicking coach out of the Midwest, Coach Chris Hughesby. Alongside Coach Chris Hughesby is a former two-time Arena Bowl champ, nine-year pro kicking coach, rep in the South, Coach Brian Jackson. Hey guys, what's up? This is Brian Jackson of the Fourth Down Experience Podcast, along with Chris Hughesby, and we're excited for season three. We we started off real hot, doing well with Taylor Russolino, giving us a lot of insight on the XFL kicking rules, which is just quite bizarre. But I mean, I'm excited to see those games coming up here soon in February. But uh, we wanted to rehash and, and catch up with a good friend of ours and his award, um, Fred Mitchell. Welcome back to the show, Fred. Thank you. Good to be back, you guys. Happy New Year. Yeah, Happy New Year, Fred. Thanks for uh, coming back on with us. My pleasure. Yeah, and so Fred um, is the, he's the honorary member of the, the Fred Mitchell Award, and, and you know you guys made your selection there towards the end of the season, and so uh, we wanted the listeners to hear kind of about the selection process and, and, and more about the award, and, and also... Uh, Maybe some of the finalists and, and, of course, the award winners. Yeah, this is the 11th year uh, of our award. We have a 35-member selection committee, as you guys know. And it's a, a process in which we, we monitor the, the various kickers from uh, over 750 colleges in America, which uh, cover FCS, Division Two, Division Three. NAIA and community colleges. So, in other words, uh, all the schools besides uh, Division One, which is about what 120 colleges, maybe uh, that award is the Luke Groves Award. But there are actually over uh, 750 other colleges, and there have been some great kickers uh, who've gone on in, in the NFL over the history of the, of the league and done exceptionally well and, and come from. Uh, the smaller schools. So uh, this year we, we have a tremendous group of, of talented kickers and exceptional kickers, actually. And also part of the criteria is community service. So sometimes that is a difference maker. Uh, you know, when it comes down to the top two or three guys, and that it, uh, it, it makes a difference for most all of us uh, on the selection committee. But uh, this year's winner is Luis Aguilar from Northern Arizona University, and Luis is uh, a junior. Luis was exceptional uh, to the point where he made 22 of 25 field goals. He was perfect inside 40 yards. And beyond 40 yards, he was, what, 10 for 13, including a 57-yarder, which was the longest, I guess, in FCS in the country and a 54-yarder, and he made all 52 of his extra points. So he had a total of 118 points. And he also led the FCS nationally with, uh, I think it was 81 touchbacks on his on his kickoffs. Wow. So tremendous leg, uh, a really a breakout season. This is really his first full season as the regular place kicker. I think the previous year he, he was like four of eight and – uh, handled punting chores uh, mainly, 
So this was his breakout year as, as a place kicker. And boy, did he, uh, you know, open a, a lot of eyes with, uh, with the way he handled himself. As far as the uh, off-the-field stuff, he, he uh, was active uh, with the Salvation Army, with their back-to-school buddy program. He helped out in the community. Uh, I guess they had a, uh, a museum fire tragedy, and he uh, assisted in the efforts to, to help people during that time. By all indications, he's a great young man. Uh, if, if anybody has an opportunity to check out YouTube, you can uh, actually see the phone call that I made to him to notify him that he won the award, and uh, his reaction was, was, was priceless. The sports information director was kind enough to uh, take a video of him uh, as he was receiving the news from me uh, on the cell phone. And all of his coaches were, were in the room at the same time with him. He, he didn't know why they, he had been summoned to the coach's office. Thought he was in some kind of trouble, I think. <laughs> and, uh, uh, and I announced who I was, and, and uh, he just kind of covered his face, and he knew what was coming next, I guess, and said he was really uh, looking forward to to hearing my call. So that's always a you know a highlight for me every year is to be able to personally let let the winner know that uh, he's won the award and, and and how much that means to us. And, uh, and their reactions, are, like I say, are, are priceless. You know, for Brian and I, for the listeners here, Brian and I were blessed enough to be added to the selection committee for the Fred Mitchell Award this year. So on our end, it was really fun to go through the process over the whole season to see how everything went about. But to the people who have not maybe listened to the past interview that we had with you, describe the selection process in the top 10 list as well. Right. So we start out... Uh late July, early August, with a uh, preseason watch list. And our chairman of, of our selection committee is Rob Perry, and he uh, handles most of that, where he uh, tries to communicate with all of the sports information directors across the school, uh, the country, and, and uh, asking them if they, in their opinion, have a kicker who uh, might fit the criteria that we, that we set out for them. So we get that collection of, of, of names, and in addition to the what they turn into us, uh, all of us have a watchful eye on, uh, on the, you know, on the internet and look for the top kickers in the country to make sure that they can at least get on uh, the watch list. And invariably, uh, there'll be others. There'll be guys like a uh, Luis Aguilar, for instance, who's, who's not on our watch list because he had not done anything exceptional. Uh, his sophomore year and but we monitor what these guys do on a month-to-month basis and give them recognition uh in september october november you know and say that uh, you know these these are the guys who had exceptional months with uh multiple field goals game-winning kicks clutch kicks uh all of these things that, that stand out make make the headlines but then uh, by the end of uh November, we, we, we come up with a, a top 10 list, and, uh, and then the, the selection committee picks uh, their top three and come up with, a, with the numbers and, and come up with a, a winner. And uh, every year, like I say, we, we have some 
has some great kickers. And I always like to point out that it's not only the the winners who have a excellent opportunity to go on to the next level. And we've had, you know, a few of the winners uh, kicking the NFL already. Uh, and, and we've had some guys who were in the top 10. We've had some guys who, who came on in, in the middle of the season and maybe didn't get the notice uh, that they could have uh, who, who had opportunities in the NFL and, and have kicked. Big mm-hmm. uh, Zerline comes to mind uh, with, the, with the Rams, who's you know, one of the league's top kickers now. Extremely strong league. And he had transferred a, a, to uh, a school in Missouri, a Division II school, I believe. Uh, and he kind of went under the radar for a while, and uh, we, we kind of noticed and caught, caught up with him. But, uh, he's a guy who is a good example. Uh, and, and there have been two or three other guys who either were in the top 10 or, or you know, acknowledged at some point, you know, during their final season in college. They maybe didn't win the award, but uh, uh, hey, hey, you know, had opportunities in the NFL and, and made the best of it. So, uh, I always like to point out that it can, it can only be one winner. It was just like the uh, Heisman Trophy. It was only one winner, but that doesn't mean that the, uh, the rest of the guys in the top three or top five uh, are going to be excellent uh, pro prospects. So um, this this year we we had uh, Grayson Atkins was, was one of the guys in the top ten from Furman, uh, and I just saw recently that he posted that. Uh, he chose to graduate early from Furman, and he's going to be a graduate transfer at North Carolina as, as a kicker. And we wish him the very best of luck. I had the pleasure of meeting him at your national kicking camp uh, last June, and mm-hmm. he really showed a strong leg. He, uh, I remember watching him and, and posting a video of him kicking a 63-yarder uh, to win at place kicking competition at that camp. But... Uh, Grayson is uh, looking at his stats. It looks like he was 11 for 12 uh, on field goals, uh, including a 55-yarder. Uh, uh, and he was 6 for 7 between the 40 and the 49. Uh, so, yeah, I could tell uh, from watching him last summer that he was a, a very, very polished and uh, poised kicker with a, with a tremendously strong leg. So mm-hmm. uh, we're seeing the best. Uh, Dante Brown. Is another name to watch from Fort Hayes State University in Kansas. Uh, last year he was 19 of 23. And I think he's even a little bit better than that as a junior. Uh, and he had a last year he had a long of 56 yards. Uh, so I hope he uh, hope he gets an opportunity at the, at the next level as well. Uh, Mitchell Finran from Sanford. I remember watching him. And he had a he had a good solid year as well. Jaden Haig, Wisconsin Oshkosh, Daniel Laudette from Concordia University in Minnesota in the top uh, list finalists. Amy Pogue from Hardin Simmons, uh, McLean Robertson from Wingate University in North Carolina, Division Two School. Uh, Elijah Storm Ruiz, that's another guy to keep an eye on. He was twenty one of twenty six including a 54-yard field goal. He had, he had a nice, solid uh, career. He was a finalist uh, the past couple of years for the Fred Mitchell Award. Sam Thorine 
from Hamilton College in New York. Uh, I think uh, I think that completes the list. So these are all all of them uh, are very worthy individuals. Otherwise, they they wouldn't have been included in the top ten list, both as uh, as kickers and, and as well as community minded individuals. So we wish them uh, the very best of luck. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, one thing that I just really wanted to comment on um, for the listeners and for guys that are listening that may have not made the top 10 or were in the top 10 or high school guys that are going to college or guys that just got into FCS, D2, D3, and below schools, um, you know, you guys have to develop a relationship with your administrative office and you have to find out the person that is your sports information director or the equivalent, okay? So it's on you guys to find out who that media person is, or sports information director. And the typical acronym is the SID. And uh, there were several cases this past season where, you know, there would be guys that would would message Chris and I and and Coach Mitchell and and say, hey, you know, was there a reason why I wasn't on the list? Or did you guys check my my stuff out? And, And, you know, the committee does a great job of making sure they contact your SID. So it's, it's ultimately on your SID and there, and the cases that I know that I personally dealt with, that's what happened. Um, you know, the SID was contacted, but didn't do anything about it or didn't read the email or whatever. So, um, you know, that's what, that's on you guys. You guys have to make that connection. And you also have to document your community service hours, whatever organization that you're doing community service with, um, because those are important checkboxes for you to meet the criteria of the watch list. Um, and, ob- and obviously to, to get the finalists and all that, you have to perform when you feel like Coach said. So I just wanted to reemphasize that, Fred. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm glad you did. You really uh, do have to uh, advocate for yourself. Uh, particularly in smaller schools where uh, the sports information director's uh, duties are, are spread over, uh, you know, all the sports, uh, maybe doesn't have as much help as, as you would see at a, at, a, at a major college. So a lot of these uh, SIDs are, are uh, uh, well intended, but they some things get overlooked and, and, and they uh, don't don't uh, stay on top of things the way they should. So it's up to to the individuals, uh, the kickers, to advocate for themselves. I always use uh, my personal experience in, in college. Uh, uh, my senior, going into my senior year, uh, I thought, you know, I was curious about uh, what some of the national small college kicking records were. So I, I wrote uh, to the NCAA uh, news bureau and asked for a list of them just, to, just out of curiosity to see if I was close and, I, and then I, I realized that uh, uh, I, I had a, a good shot at breaking the, the uh, score, career scoring record for kicking and I went to my sports information, information director who was not aware of that and I showed him the letter from, from the NCAA and uh, and it was, it was from there that I was able to get the acknowledgement. I, I went on to break that record. But uh, had I not advocated for myself and checked that out, 
that probably would have gone by the boards and nobody would have noticed and uh, and I would have been out of luck. So got some outstanding stats and, and you think you should be noticed uh, and you have to really advocate for yourself to, to make sure that uh, that recognition comes to you. It's, you know, it's deserved for you. Yeah, exactly. Um, so what's next now? So you, you contacted Luis. What's yes, the what's the recognition and, and, element of, of the Fred Mitchell Award? Yes, on February 17th at Hallis Hall, this is where the Chicago Bears train is. It's the annual uh, uh, award ceremony for the National Football Foundation. There will there'll be some other uh, awards given out as well, but there will be uh, uh, coaches, some Big Ten coaches will be there, uh, the Illinois coach, Illinois State coach. Uh, a lot of these people will be there. There'll be former Bears players, some of whom are on the uh, selection committee. Uh, some Hall of Famers will, will, will be there. Uh, Ted Hendricks is always there. He lives in the Chicago area, the the, the Stork, as he was known. And, uh, uh, a lot of a lot of prominent people. So uh, this is this is a highlight coming up on February seventeenth, and I will. Uh, be able to hand Luis Aguilar the Fred Mitchell Award trophy. Uh, his school will receive uh, scholarship money, and then uh, uh, his his family will, will be up here as well. We'll go out to a private private dinner uh, afterwards with members of the selection committee and, and meet him in, in person. The winner come in on a Saturday, either Friday night or Saturday. Uh, we'll take him out to lunch on that Saturday at a restaurant uh, on Michigan Avenue in Chicago. And there's actually a, a display in the Chicago Sports Museum. And there's, they were kind enough uh, many years ago to put up a display case of the Fred Mitchell Award. We've got my old college jersey and the old square-toed shoe that I used to kick with back in the day. Nice. And uh, explanation uh, of, of the award. And uh, uh, after we have lunch with the winner, we, we go over and have a little ceremony and have a, a replica of the trophy that, that he's going to be handed out. Uh, and then we put that replica trophy in the case with his name on it. Then we take, uh, take a bunch of pictures and have a, an enjoyable afternoon on, on a Saturday. Uh, then Sunday, uh, you know, we'll either, you know, take him to a game or, or uh, let, let him, you know, sightsee in Chicago or whatever. And then on Monday, uh, the award ceremony is at Hallis Hall in, in Lake Forest, in suburban Chicago. We'll have the ceremony and he'll give a little, a little speech of recognition and uh, then afterwards we'll go out to dinner again uh, on that night. So it's a great weekend. A memorable one. A lot of pictures will be taken, and uh, people can look at the uh, our website, fredmitchellaward.com, and and there'll be numerous uh, photos of, of that event. And uh, you can check us out on Facebook as well, and uh, on the internet, and, and see all the information about previous winners as, as well as uh, our current winner. It's a great time. That's awesome. You know, I think you do a great job of trying to recognize kickers, obviously, uh, of the lower-tiered schools, which I think is great because, you know, the, the FBS schools get all the attention typically, and so I think that this is a great opportunity for, 
for kickers who are active in the community and, and also have successful seasons statistically, you know, to give them that opportunity to get recognized. You know, that's... Yeah, I, you know, I always point out that, you know, if, if, if this award had existed uh, in, in, the, in the 90s, for instance, uh, Adam Vinatieri went to, what, South Dakota? Uh, yep, uh, South Dakota State. State. Right, so that's, uh, I think it's Division Two. Uh, so he would have been eligible for our award at NFL's all-time leading scorer. Uh, Tom Dempsey, who for many so many decades held the record for the longest field goal in the NFL, uh, went to a junior college in, in California. Uh, you could go down the list of, of so many outstanding kickers in, in history in the NFL who came from, from the small schools. And they deserve every bit of recognition as, as the kickers who come from the major colleges. We always say that the, you know, there's no difference in the size of the field or the width of the goalposts, whether it's Division Three or, or Division One. So uh, that's one thing that's quantifiable at at, uh, at every level. Yep, exactly. So, not to foreshadow the future here. So, any of you college guys, specialists, and kickers, you know, at the the D two, D three, NAI, and JUCO levels, if you're say freshmen or sophomores or juniors and you're you know revving up to be the starter next year or you know you think you're going to have an improved season just make sure as the season gets going that you contact your sports information director as well to inquire about uh being considered for the fred mitchell award watch list and recognition throughout the the months of the season yeah we need the cooperation of as many people as possible we do the very best we can and uh we can always use use more help, and you know the thing about uh, kickers is that the stats speak for themselves. It's not like uh, we're trying to evaluate uh, defensive tackles or guards, or, you know, where where you have to watch them to uh, to see how good they are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, if, if you kick a 45, 50 yard field goal, uh, we don't care what it looks like. You know, we know uh, what what, what what that encompasses to be able to do that. We, we want to recognize as, as many people as, as possible. If we get, you know, if we get a hundred, hundred uh, guys who, who deserve that kind of recognition. Uh, we'll, we'll be more than, than happy to, to do that. All right. Well, Fred, we appreciate you being on again. Thanks for having me. Discussing the, the finalist winner, uh, Luis, and uh, look forward to speaking with you in the future about, you know, next year and, and next year's watch list and letting kids uh, be aware of, of what to do for next year. Thank you so much. And uh, uh, it's, it's, it's a year-long process, isn't it, to, to watch. And I, I know that the, this new XFL league is starting up uh, in a couple of weeks. And we've got a couple of our previous winners that, that I know of uh, uh, who are, are going to be taking oh, awesome. uh, in that league. Yeah, so... Uh, Sergio Castillo, I think, is with the, with, with Houston and Cole Tracy. So those are those are two guys that, that I'm aware of already. Uh, won our award. We're going to be uh, kicking professionally. Sergio Castillo, uh, I should point out, uh, has had an amazing career in the Canadian Football League. Uh, after getting tryouts in the NFL with Atlanta and New Orleans, excuse me, he uh, he had a tremendous year. 
uh, last year in Canada, I think he made uh, 40, I want to say 41 out of 45 field goal attempts. Oh, that's including, great. Uh, at least five over 50 yards. So, yeah, be eager to, to see how those guys do, too. Nice. Yeah, that'll be fun. It's going to be an interesting league to follow. And, Even and, though they don't have extra points, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's a whole, that's a whole other uh, podcast discussion right there. So. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and and all you guys that are that are interested in the award, uh, we'll be um, getting information out soon for this summer for a college camp for, and we'll try to get Fred down there for evaluation and all. And, um, just be on the lookout. And, and thanks again, Fred, for for getting on with us and, and just catching up. It's nice to hear from you. And you guys did a phenomenal job uh, selecting Luis. All right, thank you so much. Appreciate it, and uh, we'll keep spreading the good word. All right. Have a great evening. You too. Thank you. Yep. Bye, Fred. Luis Aguilar, 22 for 25 on the year, long of 57. Pretty pretty solid stats. Perfect on his pass, 52 for 52, and 61 total touchbacks. So Fred Mitchell Award, 2019, Luis Aguilar from North Arizona. Yeah. You know, I'll say it again. Obviously, it was a blessing for us to be added to the selection committee this year. What was really impressive, obviously, was to see the behind the scenes of it all. You know, it, they, they put a lot of work into trying to find the best specialists out there for FCS and below. But even to be a part of the voting committee when you saw the top 10, everybody on that list was super qualified. And it was it was incredible to see, you know, just, just the talent level, which, you know, from even just kind of stepping back and talking about recruiting and trying to be you know, trying to play college football, it really doesn't matter what school you go to in the end. It's it's if you can do the job. And and a lot of these guys that were made it to the top 10 list uh, were very talented, and it was incredible to see. Yeah, no doubt. Everything's been professional, organized. Uh, they all just do a phenomenal job from top to bottom. So it's been really fun to be part of. And I can't wait till 2020. This is going to be fun. I just really hope uh, guys understand the value of coming to the camp to have a chance to be put on that watch, that preseason watch list uh, with us and Fred. And, and so uh, just be, look on, be looking for the dates uh, coming out soon. All right. Thanks, guys, and we will see you next week. See you. Thank you for listening to the 4th Down Experience. Be sure to subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at 4th Down Experience.